Hey there, Rasa Yoga Collective. Welcome to the Rasa Wheel and Emotional Intelligence. Today we'll hear from visionary and co-founder of Rasa Yoga, Sianna Sherman, and co-director, Greta Hill. Let's dive in. And emotional intelligence. And so you'll get a little bit of the history of the Rasa theory, what is Rasa in Sanskrit, and then how it's applied in life and into this modern day. So in honor first of the Guru and of all our teachers, let's please chant Om Shri Gurupyo Namaha three times. Om Shri Gurupyo Namaha. Om Shri Gurupyo Namaha. Om Shri Gurupyo Namaha. So thank you everyone for being here. Greta Hill, thank you so much for being with us on this day. Thank you. Welcome everybody. So in this Facebook Live, we are going to dive into what is Rasa, what, where it came from in the history of the yoga tradition, how it moves through the, the ages and into our modern day, and why we really chose to call our school Rasa Yoga and the Rasa Yoga Collective. And I also want to let you know that Greta and I are activating our 300 hour Rasa Yoga teacher training all online, virtual and online, and we begin March 11th. So stay tuned at the end and we'll tell you a little bit more about that and a very special promo offer just for you for being here. Okay, so what is Rasa? Rasa is a Sanskrit word that like most Sanskrit words can have multiple layers to their meanings. But in at the essence of it, Rasa means essence and it can mean the flavor the taste that which is fluid and in the flow and as our teacher Sri Devi Bringy likes to say the emotive essence the very energies of life itself and so the rasa and the rasas are what I feel like the gateways of our emotions it's our feelings and how we come to really express ourselves in all the ways that we navigate life through the emotional terrain and then when we work with it with this energy emotion energy and motion when we work with it intelligently then we're able to harness that energy so we start to wield the energy so we can weave the tapestry and really be an artisan and an artist and a co-creator of our lives and then every single emotional gateway or emotive essence then becomes a possibility an avenue an opening of a doorway for us to bring our magic through and into the world okay so rasa that which is the essence the nectar the flow the taste the feeling the emotive essence and also referred to as the sentiments so all of these are layers of rasa and then in the history of Rasa, there is what is called the Rasa theory. And I'm gonna turn it over to Greta to share a little bit of this with you. And one thing I might just add is that in Ayurveda, which Greta is really deeply dedicated to, that in the Ayurvedic understanding, Rasayana are all the herbal elixirs 
that are for our transformation. So you'll hear that word again, the rasa. Okay, Greta, over to you. Yeah, so the rasa, the rasa theory actually dates all the way back to a, to a text called the Natya Shastra, which is a text on the performing arts and the dramatic arts from India. And this text is attributed to Bharata and is thought to have been written somewhere between 200 years before current era all the way through 200 years current era. So there's this, this 400 year span of when this work could have um, come about. But then really it was the, the Kashmiri tantric sage and great scholar and teacher Abhinava Gupta who, who brought the rasa theory to life and, and through this tantric lens. And so the rasa theory is based on a rasa wheel. And these are the, the wheel the wheel of like the emotions and all the different rasas. And so I just want to give you a little overview of what these are. And when you think about the dramatic arts where this rasa is actually originally traced back to, I think about like when you go to see a movie or a play, how we love to have all these different emotional experiences. We love to be elated and joyful and we love to be like terrified we love to be disgusted as long as it's in this sort of container of what feels like a safe space for the emotive experience so the nine emotions or the nine rasas are uh, love love is shringara in sanskrit the great feeling of love and passionate love and all the ways that that love is that we experience it and joy, which is hasya, and this is the comedic, the, the lightness of being, the laughter, the joyful, uh, the sadness. Sadness is called karuna, and it's also connected to compassion that actually arises from a, a sense of like shared sadness when we're able to really feel with one another. And then we have the vira rasa, which is the, the heroic, the, the flavor, the taste of courage, the emotive essence of courage that we can experience. Um, we have raudra. Raudra is anger. <laughs> and this is one of the, the rasas that can be, it's a big one. It's a, it can be a lot. Um, and we learn how to, to work with it. And so anger, raudra, is a very powerful rasa. Bionica. Bionica means fear or dread. And uh, fear is another place where it actually can hold a lot of energy. And all of these rasas, all of these emotions hold a lot of energy. Um, after the fear, what the next one is called bibatsa. And bibatsa means disgust. It's just like, oh, like that's bibatsa. <laughs> And we all have that feeling once in a while. And um, then uh, adbuta, adbuta means wonder and awe. And it's just like that, that we have that feeling of being totally like in awe, sort of mesmerized by life or by, by whatever is in front of you. And then Abhinava Gupta, he took these eight um, primary rasas and he, he evolved into the ninth one. He added one, it's called Shanta Rasa. And Shanta, we know as peace, as deep peace. So those are the, the nine rasas from the rasa wheel, from the rasa theory that this is really rooted in. I love it. And Greta's also trained as an actor. And so it's really fun when she brings the expression into each of the rasas and maybe we can do that upcoming soon <laughs> one of these soon. Facebook lives. <laughs>
Okay, so now let's take a look at how this applies um, to our life. And I would like for you to consider what is the game changer for you in your most intimate relationships? So think about your most intimate relationships, the relationships that are, you know, close and personal, whether it's a lover, a friend, um, a brother, a sister, a, a sibling, whoever comes to mind. And then think like when you get to the toughest challenges in the relationship, what's the actual game changer that brings you through the challenge? into a greater expansion and a deepening of the relationship, a deepening of intimacy into the relationship through the very challenge itself. So maybe you can chat in a few things or just name it out loud and really think about this. What I want to propose to us is that in our most close up and personal relationships, what really matters is how we meet the challenges together and how we stay connected with each other through those challenges. And in order for us to really connect with each other through the toughest challenges, we will need to be in real connection with our feelings and be able to work with our emotions. Because otherwise, we hit the really tough stuff, the triggers happen, the reactivity happens, all the stuff, all the wounds open up, and then we start to fall into our default places within ourselves and we react to each other. The triggers get uh, bigger and more reactive, the wounds open up. And if we aren't willing to really be with what we're feeling and what we're going through and to honor the process that's happening in the other person too, with a sense of real emotional intelligence, then it's like game over. And so when I think of my most personal relationships, like I have a very deep relationship with Greta for sustaining for many, many years. And when we hit really tough stuff in our, in our friendship, we both lean into it and we meet it. How, you know, here's how I'm feeling. We listen to how the other person's feeling. We listen in such a way that we keep our hearts open in the midst of leaning into the discomfort. We listen to understand versus listening to respond or justify or prove a point. So this is why our friendship is so deep because we have cultivated a deep relationship with emotional intelligence. Now we all know there's IQ and that's highly valued by dominant culture. There is DQ, the digital intelligence, which is highly valued, especially you know, in these times, and it has been increasingly so. There is EQ, this is our emotional intelligence. And so what is opens up through the Rasa theory and then pulled through by the great sage Abhinava Gupta and into yoga through a tantric um, lens and worldview and understanding is that if yoga is connection, yoga to yuj, to yoke, to unite, to connect, then that means that when we hit the really tough stuff inside ourselves or with another uh, friend, that we need to find ways to connect versus separate. If we go into repressing our emotions or being wildly emotionally like turbulent in our expression without listening to the other, 
then what happens is disconnect and separation, the opposite of the aim and goal of yoga. And so when we lean in to our feelings and we really become aware, and then we're able to name them and not put it on someone else, but to really own you know, what we're feeling and then start to work with our emotions, the energy in motion, work with, engage with, and channel that energy and stay open in mind and heart and with each other, then this is the game changing experience. And what happens is through our vulnerability, we actually go deeper in our intimacy and the relationship itself deepens, grows, strengthens, and becomes that much more um, celebrated and vitalized. And so I'm gonna turn it over to Greta now to speak just a couple more minutes and you could take one of the emotions if you wish or whatever you feel in this moment and then we'll wrap it up and tell you about our super special uh, offer for you for the Rasa Yoga 300 hour teacher training all online and virtual and it's epic. I'm gonna tell you, it's really awesome. Greta? When we really start to understand the rasas, it, it we understand that our yoga practices are not about transcending any one of these very natural and very human experiences, but actually we we, we shift the, the practices or the aim of practice to learn to be with uh, in that way that Siana just described and to be like more deeply connected with and then to sort of extract like the blessing energy that every single emotional experience can provide if we're willing to lean into it and not to 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 run away from it to push it to block it to think it that we're not being a good yoga practitioner if we have if we feel disgusted or we feel angry or we feel anxious that we actually learn to radically embrace every single part of our humanity and um to embrace it and to learn to be with it and work with it that we are transforming and sort of moving the energies and all of these emotions um as siana always likes to say that emotion is energy in motion and so we learn that if we don't lean into these emotions all the different sort of flavors of life that we block our own energy, we block our own vitality and we lose access to the life force. And as yoga practitioners, we are so dedicated to the life force. And so we want to learn to really work with the different rasas as a way of reclaiming and um, amplifying our own life force energy. I love it. Thank you so much. So as we wrap this up, then tag on to what Greta was just sharing and to remind us that there's a genius inside every emotion. There is literally genius inside every emotion. So if we're feeling a lot of anger and we really turn to it and work with it, we might discover that a genius within our anger is that we learn to cultivate really clear, healthy boundaries or through the genius of anger, the flame of our a warrior, brave, courageous nature rises up and we're willing to fight for justice like never before. If we lean into our sadness, then the genius inside that sadness might begin to work on us and open up the gateways of empathy and real shared deepening humanity through compassion because we start to be willing to be in greater opening and conduits of empathic channels. You see, so everything, if we open up the gateway of wonder, 
of our curiosity about life. So a situation happens to us, something tough, something we don't like. And instead of rejecting it and running away from it or becoming, you know, uh, paralyzed by it, we actually turn to it and say, what if I could be curious about what's happening to me right now and these circumstances? Then the gateway opens with curiosity, imagination, the power of reimagination, and we might see a possibility we never could have seen before if we refuse to lean into it. So inside every one of these experiences that we'll refer to as the emotive essences, the rasas, is genius waiting to be revealed and then it moves through our creative expression and then we hook it together in the power of community and collective energy and we start to create resolutions to things that have been problematic for long periods of time there is a new era that's being born right now consciousness is evolving accelerating if you're listening to us right now for sure you there's something in your soul that's calling you to the more and to the possibility and to the evolution of humanity in this very moment and so rasa yoga collective is really in service to changing the narratives and to opening up uh, being culture shapers and being visionaries and being willing to reimagine the world and then apply ourselves with emotional intelligence, with the whole of our being, with the leaning and with to the discomfort so that we can make great change. So we want to invite you to our Rasa Yoga 300 hour online teacher training virtual online. We have an outrageous, um, outrageous guest presenter uh, activation that's happening. And I'll have Greta maybe uh, share a few of our friends for that. And we have a special offer for you that up through Sunday until midnight, you get $500 off. So you can refer to, and Anya will put the links in there for you, but up until Sunday midnight, uh, Pacific time, $500 as a promo code, and that's just for you. So thanks for tuning in, and I'm gonna pass it over to Greta to share a couple of the guest presenters, then we'll have a closing blessing. Uh, if Greta will lead us into closing mantra and blessings. Uh, just a few of our guest teachers, we have quite the lineup, but one of our featured guest teachers is Sri Devi Bringy, who is an, an incredible, um, an incredible teacher and uh, of, of tantric tradition and of yogic philosophy. And she's a professor at Naropa University and is really the living embodiment of this lineage. And uh, we're so blessed to have Sri Devi with us. We also have her daughter, Sheila Bringy, who is our amazing uh, mantra magician. <laughs> she, 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 she brings the, the magic of power of mantra in the most exquisite, beautiful way through her music and through her voice and her offering. We have Michelle Cassandra Johnson, who is our uh, really a primary social justice mentor of ours and leader and teacher of anti-racism and the intersection of yoga and social justice. We have Mike Lane, who is so, just like such a great teacher of functional anatomy and who has a really embodied understanding of yoga and how to apply anatomy for really for the yogic context and yoga teachers. And we have many more. We have um, Masood Ali Khan, who will offer us some vocal exercises and a very joyful, wonderful kirtan practice. And 
We have Claudette Evans, who is a beautiful teacher. She teaches, she's going to be offering restorative yoga for us. And this is just a sampling. We have at least four or five that I'm not even gonna mention right now, because I want you to go check it out. <laughs> On You can find all of this information at uh, rasayoga.com and that will link you to the, you know, to sign to the, to the registration, all the details. And please remember that this is, um, our special offering of the early bird pricing will end this Sunday, February 21st at midnight Pacific Standard Time. So if you feel the call, go take a look and we hope that you will, will definitely join us. We're gonna just in the way of closing, really offer our deepest gratitude to you and a great uh, wish and a blessing that each and every one of us can lean into these emotive essences with our full heart and being. And we offer all of our gratitude and that all of the practices of yoga may be for the benefit of all. Let's sing Om Shanti, Shanti, Shantihi, Hari Om, Tat Sat, and Shanti connected to Shanta, the great rasa of peace. Om Shanti, 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 Hari Om, Tat Sat. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Greta. Thank you, Anya. Thank you, each and every one of you. And thank you to all of our teachers, to all of the great ones who are in our lives now and have come before and paved the way on this Jupiter Thursday and in honor of the Guru and of the lineages. Great blessings to each of you. Um.